Yes. You did? We're, we've made it. We're, we're live. We're, we're back. We've done it. We're here. We're queer. Get used to it. You know who said that? Um, Rosa Parks. Yes, but also our friends at... Let's talk about gay stuff. I love that we plugged them so soon on our podcast. <laughs> Me too. It's classic. Classic. I like it when it does this. Then do that. Um, it's not doing what I thought it was going to do. That's fine. <laughs> Bye. Hey. Hey. Hey, Chris. Hey. We've just been trying to figure out technology for a little bit of time, but we for did it. Literal hours. Mm-hmm. Hours. Actually, it has some tape. <laughs> yeah, my computer is still not booted. We've been having some technical difficulties, which I think are finally over. Maybe. It's still going. Oh, doing it. I would not hold your breath. I'm not holding my breath. Um, I, I can't. <laughs> coronavirus. Physically cannot hold my... <sighs> Too much. <laughs> Too soon. Too soon. Too soon. Mm-hmm. Can't make, we can't make those jokes. Um, well, welcome to my podcast. Hey. <laughs> um, it's your podcast now because I have no use. Oh, so I'm taking lead today? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I had notes on my computer that are gone. Yay! We did it! And I have the attention span and memory of a rat, so... <laughs> How much were you texting while you were watching this episode? I wasn't. Oh. You were just like... <laughs> Drag queen. It's like... Miss Cracker looks great. <laughs> Wait, what season is this? That's Miss Cracker. Where's Latrice? Oh, there's another Miss Cracker here. <laughs> All drag queens are either Katya, Jan, <laughs> or Miss Cracker. Miss Cracker. Yeah, yeah. Four, four drag queens: Katya, Trixie, Miss Cracker, and Jan. Jan, that's it. Is that Jan? Where's Jan? Jan. <laughs> I go to a local club. And I'm like, oh my god, Jan. Jan! How did you get like, such great talent on short notice? It's like Aquarian. She's like. <laughs> no, it's fucking uh, Regina Dubois. Oh my god! Oh my god! Miss Cracker! Jan! What? <laughs> it's Blackberry. <laughs> Trixie! You look so good! Oh my god. You changed Blackberry would just be like, you drunk ass bitch. Because she knows you, so she'd be like, what the fuck? <laughs> We're discussing she, some local drag. She would do it in like that Blackberry face where she's like smiling at you, like, she's like, <laughs> what? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I can see it now. Has she done any live shows? Um, she's been in a lot of live shows for like a lot of big things. Um, so like I think she did I Houston, which is like a big like big Houston like Twitch stream. But she's been doing a lot of things with uh, like Shea Coulee and like Bambi Banks and like, what? The Vixen. Yeah, yeah. Where uh, on on um, the like Twitch? Yeah. Oh, the Twitch. Twitch. Yeah. So they've been doing like their their video things. Um, Digital Yeah, dip, dippageable. Um, she's doing another one with like some New York queens, maybe? She's doing a lot of... Miss Cracker? Yeah, for sure. Miss <laughs> Cracker, Jan, Trixie? No, Trixie's LA. Um, well, Milwaukee and then LA. Um, but Boston. Yeah. But, but then also LA. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's where they all end up. Yeah, exactly. Miss Jan Trixie. is moving to LA. Is she? I don't know. All right. Anyways. Um, Jan but, has a TikTok. You want to watch some videos? No. I've seen that she oh. has been on the TikTok. I have not. I somehow have made it through quarantine without getting on the TikToks. So that's a call out um, to our sassy hour. Ooh, we that's, had a, that's a good yesterday. segue. Yesterday. Like yesterday. The, yesterday. Yeah, yesterday. Well, I think is today is Thursday because okay, we don't record on Thursday. But surprise everyone, we're recording a day early because you know what happens tomorrow? 
Wait, hold on. We're gonna let t- we're gonna talk about Sassiara first. <laughs> okay, what happens tomorrow? Um, nothing. Um, okay, but Sassy tomorrow to yesterday, uh, we had a sassy hour and we did uh, quarantine bingo. That yes, was that was adorable. Also, your sister's adorable, by the way. She's so cute. I know. She's so nice. There's one like two cheeks. <laughs> no, no thumbs. No, you can't take my own thing I and didn't. tell me I'm doing it wrong. <laughs> I didn't. No, no, thing. you're doing it wrong just a little bit. Actually, no. this way. we could even go down to three fingers. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> this talks, so you can't that. Oh. <laughs> Love that. Um, well, yes. Um, so quarantine bingo was amazing yesterday, and I would have beat you if I had baked some fucking cookies. <laughs> I would have beat you if I had done things. If I had done things. Animal Crossing for fifty <laughs> days straight. I don't bake cookies. I don't bake. I don't bake. I don't bake. <laughs> Except, however, I did do, so Savannah's been doing, we mentioned it on the Sassy Hour, not this week, but the week before, Savannah's doing, been doing, like, a Nailed It thing with, like, Aaron and, like, Aaron's friends. Um, oh, that's his friend's thing? I thought it was her friend's thing. No, it's his friend's thing. So, oh. like, but they're also friends with Savannah. I'm so surprised you have so many friends. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. He doesn't even listen! He <laughs> Savannah should be like, Oh, well, that's good. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. No, just like that. (laughs) Just like... A quick breath out the nose. Blew air out my nose at that. (laughs) Or that... (laughs) Big boom. But yes, uh, so... Last week, I did it with Aaron, and let me tell you, that boy does not know how to bake, uh, because Savannah literally told him, make sure you get black food coloring, and make sure you've got plenty of, like, colors to make orange, as, like, a stipulation, which goes back to, like, uh, okay, she had mentioned something about, like, Carol Baskin as, like, our hint, so I was like, okay, we're doing something Tiger King, like, we're gonna do tigers, so he goes to the- I saw it before you saw it. Did you? She showed it to Uh, us. did she? Mm -hmm. Um... So then she also told him, make sure you get a chocolate cake and a white cake. And you know what the bitch did when he went to the grocery store? Bought two white cakes and no food coloring. So we almost ran out. We did run out of of yellow food coloring because we were trying to make orange because the bitch didn't buy enough of it. And it didn't buy black food coloring. So I made gray tiger stripes. Oh, so I made it worse because I made fondant, and fondant is a bitch to make. Fondant. Oh my god, it's a bitch to make. Um, and I made a cake for Nico and Dylan's birthday party last year, uh-huh. and it was <laughs> Transformers, and it was supposed to be purple, but it's <laughs> some weird like liver color. Well, when you put like the the powder on the powdered sugar on it, it makes a color. Like leaves. So if you put the color in, like after you microwave the marshmallows, which is what you're supposed to do. Um, what else about that cake, though? Oh. <laughs> well, no, that's not the same cake. But I spelled Dylan's name wrong. <laughs> because I Thomas calls him Dylon all the time. Which how would you spell Dylon? D i l o n. D i l l o n. But his oh. name is Dylan. D y l a n. Oh. So I wait, how did I spell? I don't know. D-I-L-O-N. <laughs> you know what I meant. Dylan. <laughs> well, you said Dylan. <laughs> so that's how I literally spelled it. Oh my god, this is like a year ago today. Uh-huh. Wait, didn't she didn't she say his birthday was coming up? It was last month. 
Oh, last one. Look how ugly. March 31st, yeah. It's uh, not that bad. It's actually not that bad. The color is off. The that color is better is than our Carol Baskin and, um, uh, what's the other one? Joe Exotic. Joe Exotic's face. You had to, like, do one half was Carol Baskin, the other half was Joe Exotic, and the side was Tiger. See, and if I put my thumb here, it looks great. If you had just moved that little piece of fondant, like, slightly closer yeah. to, like, mirror the other side, that would have looked, like, spot on. The color And also the color, but the color doesn't matter. It doesn't have to be purple. All the Decepticon, because that's a Decepticon, right? Or Autobot, I don't fucking know. It's a robot. <laughs> it's one of the robot things. Um... I feel like my parents did when they saw Pokemon for the first time. It's like a it's like that's a Charmander's like Pikachu, right? Uh, no, that's Gengar. <laughs> Look at all these Pokemans. They all have the same name. Uh, all of all, all of them Pokemans. are called Pokemans. <laughs> Look at that Pokemon. Look at these Digimon's. I imagine what my parents would do if I was growing up right now with nine hundred fucking Pokemon. They'd just be like. I'm out. <laughs> I'm done. He likes a blue one. There's uh, 500 blue There's ones. a lot of us. <laughs> well, I think... That's it. We're canceling his birthday party. I think it's a water type. Okay, now there's 600. <laughs> How did it go up? <laughs> it starts with a P. Well, there's none. That's none, wrong. None You're wrong. Fuck. <laughs> Maybe a D? 700. <laughs> How is it getting bigger? <laughs> I love that. Okay, well, do you want to talk about some Ruby things? Because we, we have to talk about something else first. Oh, okay. But I don't have to. Oh, I do know what you're talking about. Let me let me just talk about that real fast. Let me see if I can talk about okay. it before you talk okay, about it. Okay, let's see. Well, racing. Um, but yeah, so we made that cake, and Aaron tried to put... Uh, oh, so to make chocolate cake dark enough, which was not dark enough, he put unsweetened cocoa powder into the white cake mix, which just turned it... Slightly brown beige, um, which was not chocolate. So it was it was a bust. I'm gonna do a, a really good segue here. Okay. You know what I like more than that? Yeah. <laughs> Aussie Pet Mobile. Yay! Uh, do you want a clean pet with all the without all the hassle? Yes, please. Packing Fido up in the car and driving them all over town is a chore that many of us pet owners rarely enjoy doing. What if instead you could have the groomer come straight to you? Mm. With Aussie Pet Mobile of River Oaks, you can! Yay! Aussie Pet Mobile has spacious, custom-designed mobile units with all the luxuries of the salon. AC, heat, and electric... Uh, hey, oh my god. AC, heat, electricity, and water. No hookups needed. And they never use kennel dryers or harsh chemicals during the grooming process. Their vans are ensure that your groomer has the ability to take care of all of your pet's needs. From hair care to paw care and everything in between. They even offer special services such as deshedding treatments, whitening treatments, hair styling, Dead Sea mud baths, dark color enhancing treatments, and facials. Mm. Their groomers are trained and certified and will pamper your pets with a personal 100% cage-free one-on-one experience all in the comfort of your own driveway. You know what else they're good at? What? Social distancing practices. Make your appointment and be sure to ask, ask about our contact-free pet grooming services. Yes, God. In the words of Tony from Let's Talk About Gay Stuff. Bless. Okay. <laughs> I love that. Okay, well, let's talk about some Ruby things. So, we are on Season 12, Episode 9. We are down to the top 7 slash 6 um, in the workroom because we don't count Madame X because she is disqualified. 
Is it working? That's, I mean, that's a new look. It's all black. But there's the, there's the task bar at the bottom. Yeah, but there's nothing going on with it. That technology is doing technology. Maybe I'll have notes by the end of the episode. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. We shall see what happens. So, what do we start out with? We always start out with the queens coming back in the workroom, right? Mm -hmm. And this is just after uh, Queen Widow's sends home Just Jan. Just Jan. Um, who they all remember as the energy of the season. So she really was. She was. Raw Drag Race! Yeah. How fun! Man, this sounds so exciting with no day in the workroom. <laughs> like, she was getting it all the time. Um, the Queen's congratulations. Oh, God. <laughs> The depression. <laughs> it's hitting. Mm -hmm. um, the queens congratulate Heidi uh, on her win, which I'm still confused about. Yeah. Um, just because Crystal I think Crystal did a much better commercial and a much better look. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know how she won. Just because RuPaul loves her. So that's fine. But, but I feel like RuPaul also loves Crystal Method. Yeah. Which is, I mean, he loves them equally because they're, they're both like his... His little babies, uh -huh. yeah. Um, and I would even venture to say that maybe Crystal Method more than Heidi because Crystal got the hug. She got the hug of the season. RuPaul barely gives us out once a season. Yeah, RuPaul literally hates everyone. She does. She forgets her names. Ellen <laughs> Barge. Who, who was that? Over there? <laughs> Which one is this one over here? That's Raven. <laughs> she paints your face every single time that you're in drag. Ooh. <laughs> Big boobs. Big boobs. Um, and then they asked Gigi about how she felt about being in the bottom. And she was like, uh, well, I guess I was getting cocky after being in the bottom. And Heidi was like, yeah. cocky. <laughs> <laughs> it was good. Heidi um, has the best confessionals. Oh, my God. She is, everyone on Twitter, like, has been like, protect Heidi at all costs. Just because they're obsessed with Heidi. And I'm like, okay, I understand what you're saying, but at the same time, she does need to be eliminated, in my yeah, opinion. She's not the winner. Yeah, so let's not get too in love with her, but definitely bring her back for All-Stars, because she posted a new Instagram or Twitter or one of the things. Her makeup has approved oh, tenfold. Oh, my God. She looks so gorgeous. I'm like, okay, come back for All-Stars, because I would like to see you. I would like to see it. <laughs> I would like to see it. <laughs> if that means, like, I would like to see it. <laughs> what is that? I don't know. I don't know what it's from. If you know what it's from, please let us know at rspoopypodcast at rspoopypodcast.com, rspoopypodcast at facebook.com, no, podcast at instagram.com, rspoop at facebook.com, rspoopy at twitter.com, and also drop us a line at rspoopypodcast at gmail.com. Love that. Because I got stuck in my head because I was re-listening to our old podcast, and our old, pod old podcast, we kept on saying rspoopypodcast at facebook.com, which you can search us on Facebook for that, but it's not facebook.com slash rspoopypodcast. Yeah. Um, so that's... that's because... Facebook thinks that poopy is a bad word, but and there's not. no there's no poopy because there's an s in front of it. Mm -hmm. But saying. it thinks that we're spelling spoopy or poopy by writing spoopy. But when we write spoop, poop is okay, but poopy is not. Mm -hmm. Facebook makes sense. If you work at Facebook Damn or know anyone Zuckerberg. who works at Facebook or know the way to get around this, please let us know because we'd like to fix that. But until then, we will continue. Uh, it's a new day in the workroom! Woo! And immediately, Shade is thrown by someone. Madam X. At Widow for constantly being in the bottom, or near it. Because she was like, I'm doing good. I'm okay because this is my first week yeah, in the bottom. Yeah, Widow was like, oh, I'm doing okay. And then Widow was like, I've only been in the bottom once. And she was like, 
you've been like Widow has been like number three in the bottom, like just being safe or just like barely coasting, and she just like refuses to acknowledge that. Yeah. I'm like, how do you? How? <laughs> I don't. How do you just feel okay with that? Uh, but whatever. Well, um, I feel like now um, she's getting the villain at it a bit. I would say villain edit. I think she has gotten the um, she's in her head edit, which she is in her head. Yes. Um, I don't think that she was. She has never been like outright like the angry bitch. So she hasn't gotten like the angry. A little bit. Well, I mean, yeah. When she told Jackie and uh, Jane, oh yeah, that's that's true. That we'll was see, two, I like, hope you guys are about the next week. Yeah, that was that was bitchy. That was true. Um, but she's getting the excuse edit. If that makes any more sense, <laughs> I, I guess because I don't necessarily see that she's getting the villain edit because I don't dislike Widow, I don't but dislike I think Widow that either. Widow dislikes Widow <laughs> in the in the show mm-hmm. um, because I think that she did get in her head. And these days of being in RuPaul's Drag Race are very difficult. They're long. Uh, you're in drag for literally like hours on hours, and like forced to be in these like tiny rooms with these people over and over again. So I can understand one why drama appears because you don't like these people after a certain period of time and they're all big personalities or should be big personalities um and two you're exhausted so like all emotions are always high um but you know whatever well the mini challenge is kitty girl 2020 i love this was was so so great so great um i didn't write about like what everyone did but i wrote some notable characters uh crystal as grumpy Grumpy cat slash mad cat She's like, I'm not grumpy cat. I'm mad cat. I'm just gonna go over here and pee a little bit. Well, I love whenever she like walked by and just like she was like didn't finish her sentence. Well, well that too, but also she just like walked up and was like knocked over the just knocked knocked over the vase and she was like because that's what cats do. Cats are assholes. Period. I hate cats. If you are a cat person, I'm sorry, but (laughs) you can't tell me that that's not false. That that is accurate. That, That I'm not true. Because it is accurate. Cats will climb up on any counter and just be like, what, 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 what is this? What is this? And then it's <clears> What would happen if we put this just on the on floor? Just on the floor and not in front of me. Just, just an idea. Um, which I found that to be hilarious. And then, yes, please. Um, and then she just like randomly went over to the cat box and was like, okay, I'm going to go now. Um, and she's like talking to, to RuPaul. She like stopped her sentence and didn't finish what she was saying. And then immediately was just like, talking to RuPaul while she was, like, going to the bathroom in the, the sand cat box, um, which I, I just cacked on the entire time. Uh, then Jackie came out as Eartha Kit, which I think was classic. That was a very solid Very choice. smart. Very smart. Um, and I th- thought she rocked good. I thought she was really good. I thought it was funny. Um, and then they were asked, and RuPaul was asking her, like, about Adam West, as Batman, Adam West from Batman. Um, and that was funny. Uh, Jada as sexy cat. I really like that one. Uh, like coming out in the BDSM cat and then like climbing up the pole and then splitting as she came down. What I'm not crazy about between her and Widow mm-hmm. is that they didn't speak. That's true. Yeah. Well, Jada did a little Jada bit. said one thing. Yeah. Um, but I actually really liked Gigi's. I was on the say, yeah. Gigi, I thought Gigi's was one of the funniest ones, uh, just because she went with just like the, she went with a real cat attitude. Like, that's what I, like, if you took Gigi and Crystal and put it together, like, it would have been the perfect cat for me. Because <laughs> yeah. she just came out and was like, I'm doing oh, a facial. Oh, yeah, that feels nice. With this milk. Mouse blocked. My favorite line was, oh. What's this? An unfinished garment. <laughs> yes. So good. I loved it before when she was just looking at it. She says, what's this? <laughs> what is this? What? 
And, so good. And then she gets herself all tangled up in the yarn. She goes, oh, it looks like I need to be stuck. I'm, I'm stuck. The accent is what's so good about it. It was perfect. Um, honestly, between those, I, I thought that Gigi should have won the mini challenge. Uh, but the Earth Kit was really good. So Jackie ended up winning the mini challenge. Yeah. Um, it's because RuPaul is an older woman. Yeah. So she, she fit with the Earth Kit. Yeah. Exactly. And I mean, that Eartha Kit was better than Melanie's Eartha Kit. <laughs> or Chi Chi Devane's Eartha Kit. Ooh. In the words of uh, Tony Delmo. Wow. <laughs> um, it has so, so many purposes. You can, say you can use literally. woof for everything. You can say woof as in like a oof kind of thing, or you can say woof as in like, why don't you come on over and fuck me in the ass sometime? Wow. <laughs> LOL. So then. We find out what the maxi challenge is, and it's time for America's Next Drag President. What I don't like about it is they said it's the first. America's first drag president. No, because... No, they said next. It wasn't first. I remember first. I wrote it as next, because they've done, this is the this third is the time the that third they've time done the challenge. challenge yeah. But every single, every single time, you have to remember that they these all air on election years. Uh, season 4 was 2012. Season 8 was 2016. Season 12 is 2020. So they've all aired at the right times. It's true. It's true. It's what it said. It's what okay. it said. Um, so, yeah. So then Rue brings in Raven as her political advisor. Because uh, Raven does everything for RuPaul. I love that choice of just get Raven or somebody. <laughs> just someone. Which I thought that Raven was a much better choice than Banji. Okay. Yeah. That, I mean, that was a solo choice. I mean, you could have gotten Delta Work, who makes all your fucking wigs, instead of Angie. Because I feel like Delta Work is more funny than Angie is. But you should have gotten a... <laughs> and this is a call-out in the workroom. You should have gotten a, the winner of a with that challenge. Mm-hmm. Because I'm sure... You could have gotten Bobby Drag Queen. Of them, yeah. They're going to do it. Yeah, exactly. Maybe not Chad Michaels, because she's almost dead. Oh, yeah. Chad Michaels... Well, Chad Michaels would have done She didn't have anything else to do. Um... <laughs> Besides B share. There was uh it was like drag queens reading mean tweets. Yeah. <laughs> the first it was All Stars One. And they were like, I understand why they gave the the win to Chad Michaels. Rue probably sad he about to die. <laughs> That's so terrible. <laughs> she did she was like, I'm not even mad about it. <laughs> She's laughing. It was so funny. Well Raven walks in and I have to say that those hips do not lie. Also she does not have male genitalia. I don't know where. No, she I don't know where that went because it's gone. It's gone. It's full gone. She is Barbie anatomically. Yeah, and that little sliver of the leotard, just like <laughs> there's nothing there. Nothing. nothing at all. Nothing. The tightest tuck since Trinity of the Tuck. Mm-hmm. Oh yes, baby. Oh no, no, tightest tuck since Detox. Well, Trinity of the Tuck was after Detox, but Detox and All Stars too. When she wore that that um, leather thing, and oh, like yeah. it was like thigh gap and there was nothing there and Chadwick Hall was like where did you put it and she's like you know where it is and slaps her her Ugh. tuck and I'm like okay first of all your tuck is already in pain so don't slap it more <laughs> but then again at that point you really can't feel it so <laughs> I've been know. there I'm not doing that yeah I have not tucked since the first time I tucked <laughs> so, it's it's rough. You will never see a bitch in a leotard. <laughs> She's going to have floor-length skirts. Oh, yes. Cover that shit. Pull a Trixie Mattel and just <laughs> never, never tuck. Never tuck. Um, well, so then they go around the table, and I actually, I noted this because I thought it was really cute. 
because they did a really good job. They went to Heidi. She was such a treat, you know, type, typical, like, RuPaul get, feeding her all of her ideas and saying, please take these. Um, and Raven was helping her, too. Uh, then they go over to Gigi, and she's like, do you have anything to ask Raven? And she asked her, like, how do you get out of a rut, essentially? Which I felt that. And I was like, oh, you poor thing. But, like, do better. Um, and then they went over to her widow and they read her for her shoes, which I love. They were like, do you have a prescription for those platforms? Yeah! <laughs> it was perfect. Biscuit basket. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, girl, <laughs> if you are being read by Raven, which I, I always have to... I had a really funny joke on this computer. Oh, did you? Do yes. you remember it? No! Ah, oh, damn. Um, well, I loved whenever, um... Oh, I love that the fact that Raven knows who all these people are, which means that RuPaul, like, getting her makeup done for the hour or two hours that it takes her to get it done, she's like, oh, Elda Bard is in that workroom, and she's, like, you know, talking about the mullet and all these other, like, she, you know, she's talking about all these queens, which means that Raven knows who all these queens, well, obviously she does, because she's in the workroom before it aired, but also she knew about them beforehand, too, so. Just she's got the real scoop. She's got the real scoop, girl. Um... Jada is like, I'm ready to sling some mud. And they're like, Did, have you ever been in a debate before? And they're like, she said no. And they're like, are you <laughs> She said, I don't get in debates. I get to argue. I, yeah, I argue. <laughs> yeah, it's good. Um, and then Jackie says she's ready to be politically minded and prove to Rue that she can win a challenge. Um, and then Crystal is worried about her platform and how to show what the Crystal method is. Um, I thought it was kind of a cute interaction with all of, all of them. Um, so then they start getting ready and they're asking people about being political minded. Uh, and Gigi's like, um, I kind of avoid that stuff just because it gives me anxiety and the current climate is like terrifying me. And I was like, same world. That's why I live. Yeah. Uh, honestly, I feel that feeling. Uh, I avoid that too because it gives me crazy anxiety because I cannot stand the fact that we have an orange Oompa Loompa body Bastard. ass bitch in the white house <laughs> she's smelling she's <laughs> nasty fat white ass you messing with my money you messing with my money why'd you take me out the motherfucking schedule why'd you take me out the motherfucking schedule <laughs> trifling racist ass bitch uh, and then crystal talks about her family being trump supporters and standing by it and i also felt that just because i feel that um and she was like i get in the fight so your parents still stand by that I don't know if they stand by it, but they were Trump supporters. Yeah. I can't imagine, like, now that Biden's a nominee, my dad basically said that he would not vote for Biden and Biden's a nominee, so I'm like, okay, so you're going to vote for Trump again <laughs> after four years of his bullshit, or, like, what's happening here? just not vote. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, yeah, so I felt that one, and it, like, and how she was like, I just sit there and try to be nice until, like, I basically blow up at family gatherings. And I'm like, that's also true because my family would be like, we're not going to talk about politics. And they'll, like, poke at me and poke at me and, like, make, like, little snide comments over and over and over again about, like, Democrats and, like, liberals and, you know, snowflakes and, you know, over and over and over again. And then as soon as I yell at them, they're like, we're not talking about politics. I'm like, are you serious? Come on, Margaret. <laughs> yeah, Margaret. <laughs> I wish I had a relative named Margaret. Um... So then Jackie opens up about the orange man affecting her and her family um, and her health, the fact that her mom's health is deteriorating, her sister, her mom's sister can't come help her, uh, which is kind of sad. Um, yeah. So I used to work with a woman who's from Iran, and uh, she's a, I don't know if she's a citizen, she's definitely a green card holder. Mm -hmm. um, and she was like, she can't vote, obviously, mm -hmm. just like I can. Um, and she was like, I'm on the Trump train. 
in 2016, she was on that Trump train. Yeah. And then as soon as he came into office, he did that stupid travel ban. And she was like, I don't know why he, how he could have done this. How could somebody you, do this? I'm like, he, he ran on that literal platform. Yeah, exactly. He was shutting down the bar- borders for everyone. You thought it just meant Mexicans? Like, that's not how that, that was working. What? Yeah, I mean, I'm talking yeah. truth. <laughs> I thought he said something Testify. bad. Testify. <laughs> Preach, girl. <laughs> like, I mean, he was shutting down the border for everyone. He's doing it now again. Like, it's it's nothing has changed. I I, I don't know, man. I don't know. Yeah. We're, this is a very political um, episode, and we are going to talk about politics. Politics. Uh, politics a little polylix. bit. Polylix. Polylix. Um, but, Where, like. Where's your title? Polylix? Polylix. <laughs> RuPaul. <laughs> RuPaul. I don't these ones. Yeah. Rupee episode nine. Polylix. <laughs> oh, man. Um, so then they go to Widow, and Widow uh, basically talks about how she avoids, like, mostly straight areas. And I was like, actually, I do, too. too. Yeah. Like, I mean, I don't, I went to Midtown bars one time since I've been to Houston, and I don't think I'll ever go back. Like, yeah. Uh, well, I didn't have a bad experience. It's just like I feel so much more comfortable being at the gay bars yeah. because it's predominantly gay people. So why would I go to all these straight bars where, I mean, I hear stories, not necessarily here in Houston, but like anywhere else, where like straight people just will bashing. randomly follow a gay person and bash them. Like, I'm not about to try and attempt that here in Houston. Yeah. And like, we've been to those bars over there. Mm-hmm. You definitely do not get the same service that you get at a gay bar. Yeah. Because it's, a, I mean... Just in my experience with a, a lady bartender, mm-hmm. she really does not give a fuck mm-hmm. who's at the bar. Yeah, she's like, what do you want? What do you well, want? Even that, that she wouldn't pay attention to us. Mm-hmm. We were sitting at the bar. Yeah. And she was still doing other things. And one time, when I was uh, younger, I was like <laughs> 23 or something, I went to a bar and uh, the lady took her own tip. <laughs> I paid with a 20. It was like an $8 drink. And she gave me back a 10. Can I have my $2, please? I was like, who the fuck are you? <laughs> well, see, I would just said, that's not enough change. <laughs> I, unless there, maybe there was a minimum. Like, if you just did one, one I don't know. But no, that's a minimum for card purchases, not cash. Yeah, it was cash. Never mind. Anyways. Um, anyway. But yeah. Needless to say, I will never go to a straight bar. Yeah. I, I, on my own. Last time I went to a straight bar was down in Galveston uh, for my friend's birthday down there. And the girls that are there pay attention to the straight guys that are flirting with them. And so, mm-hmm. like, and like, I am not necessarily the most um, straight-acting person. <laughs> you can tell it. You're a pussy. I am a vibrant gay is what I was going to say. But that works as well. Um, so, like, I, you can definitely tell when I walk into the bar, I'm like... And so, I mean, they were just, like, non-attentive. Like, they were talking to this guy over here, and I'm sitting there like... Twiddling my thumbs, like I'd like a drink, hello, like something. So I don't know. It just, I there's a whole different vibe there. Uh, and I'm not saying that like I haven't had bad experiences at some gay bars, but you know, whatever. Um, yeah, this has turned into a, going to a bar podcast. We have been into quarantine far too long. <laughs> we were missing our bars, okay. <laughs> just mm. this disco day at the Eagle. I want to be at the Eagle. I want to be on the porch of the Eagle. Um, so then we go ahead and move forward to Choices 2020. Such a good title. Perfect. <laughs> and She's really stealing. Yeah. RuPaul um, is like, anything you say on my show can and will be used I'll by take me. it, yeah. Um, so, Choices 2020 and the fact that they have Rachel Bloom 
who is from my crazy ex-girlfriend, apparently. No, uh, I looked that up. Who she was. Uh, she's very funny. Yeah, she's hilarious. Um, and which makes me want to go back and watch crazy, my crazy ex-girlfriend. It's on Netflix. Um, I looked it up. And then and J- our doctor, Jeff Dr. Goldblum. Dr. Jeff Goldblum. I love him He's so much. He's so funny. Um, I'm going to say multiple things about how much I love Jeff in this. And there's a line later that I say, if you couldn't tell, I love Jeff. So I'm putting that out there now. And I'm going to say it again. So <laughs> um, I love, Je- love Jeff Goldblum so much because he, he's just so funny to me. He's, it's like a classic, just like him. Just him. It's, I mean, even just the voice. Yeah. The and voice is all, he just needs to talk, it's talk. And it's funny. Exactly. So like, he was like, welcome to Choices 2020. And then he turns and looks at a different camera. He's like, Choices. Choices. <laughs> and the same tone that he just said the other thing, and I died. I died laughing. It was perfect. Um, so I couldn't write many notes during this whole thing. It just went all so quickly that I wasn't like, okay, here's one person, here's one person, here's one person. There were some specific things that I really liked. Yeah. Um, I loved when Crystal Method did her party in the front, business yes. in the back. The opening or, statement. Yeah, business in the front, party in the back. Yeah. And had her little flip of the weeds. Mm-hmm. Um, the mullet weeds. Yeah. Uh, I loved her and I loved, uh, holy shit, why did I just go blank? Jada. Jada. Jada was classic. So um, funny. So I kind of wrote it in the things that, like, in the thoughts that came to my mind. Um, I said I found Crystal to be doing pretty well. Like, she came out hot and then stayed hot pretty much the entire time. It mm-hmm. wasn't, like, burning hot, like, doing amazing, but she was she was solid. I mean, the she only had, one who I felt like was doing, like, a, a fabulous job was Jada. Jada. Absolutely. Like, there were different peaks and valleys for, I think, everyone, uh, but Jada was just, like, constant. And, like, yeah. her jabs were so witty and, like, so perfectly timed as well that she knew exactly, like... There wasn't, like, ever a time that it felt like she was attacking someone. It would be, like, a witty, like... It's reading. She was reading. But, like, it wasn't, like, an attack. It was reading. Like, she left enough time. Like, it's all about the art of timing. And Mm -hmm. she knew exactly what she was doing with that timing. And it worked. Um... I I had a um, soft spot there for Jackie with the Canada jokes. I thought they were funny. I was gonna say I thought that Jackie's Canada jokes were actually really comical. But I I, I guess I know a Canadian, and so the jokes landed with me, and I thought they were really good um, the entire time. I thought it was funny that she was playing a character that was like trying to be American but wasn't. I thought it was a, a smart move. Yeah, I thought it was too. funny. I very much enjoyed it. Um, I don't know. I don't know what especially what when the, at the end were. they were like. Um, can you give us your closing statements and please not reference Canada? And she was like, well, there are solid Trudeaus. I mean, truths. Yeah. So funny. It was funny. I thought it was funny. Um, but we'll get to that. Uh, I said Jada had a quick wit. Um, and then, like, like to get back, quick wit to get back at people. And her nonsense was just so rif- reminiscent of today's politics. Like, especially especially with, like, the, look over there. Yeah, the look and he was like, hilarious. Jeff Golden was like, what? what? How does she do that every time? I fall she, for it. I fall for it every time. And then when Rachel Bloom was like, well, I have a, something else. Well, look over there to, to Jeff Golden. So he was like, what? <laughs> that was so good. Um, Heidi's reactions the entire time and her over dramatics, I think, is what saved her. Because mm-hmm. I think that, like, when she was put on the microphone, she didn't do, like, a totally, like, solid job. But her just, like, oh, oh, to everything, like, oh, my God. Like, the camera could not get enough of Heidi's, like, facial reaction, uh, which was perfect to me. She looked like Jimmy Carter's wife. Yeah. <laughs> she she was doing that Southern Belle kind of thing. Um, Jeff calling Crystal's El, Crystal Eldebarge. I know that that has been belabored, but that one got me. Yeah. She's like, now on to, uh, now over to Elder Barge. And without missing a beat, Crystal started talking. And I think that just cracked me. It, it sent me. So yeah. um, 
The the ones that I felt did poorly in this. Who do you think did poorly? Um, I thought that Widow and Gigi did really badly. I thought that Widow, Gigi, and Heidi did poorly. I um, did not really enjoy Heidi in this. I didn't like Heidi's like statements. Like they were a little funny, but like I like I said, what saved her was her overdramatics. Yeah. I think her overdramatics is like what gave her like the little push over the other contestants. Um, but that was about it. Um, I thought that Jeff and Rachel were perfect hosts. They are really They good. were amazing. I want Rachel to come back. Yeah, absolutely. I know Jeff Jeff is going to be too busy. Yeah. With <laughs> saving everything else. Dude, saving the dinosaurs, you know. Um, Widow, I, Widow just like came off super intense the whole time, uh, which could be funny, as we saw in season four when Latrice was super serious. Latrice did it. She was super serious, and it was funny. But it, once again, it comes down to timing. If you were just like yelling all the time, and it's like, uh, I mean, we look at Jan. It was one note at like super high. You come off as just like being too much. And it's like there was no peaks and valleys. You've got to create those, and she didn't create a story there. I so, also think that if Widow had gone home last week and Jan was in this challenge, Jan would have probably gone home this week. Yeah, because she would have been too much. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it would have been, she probably would have had some funny moments, but mm. it would not be, she would have been in the bottom. Yeah. Um, um, but to be honest, I found the whole thing entertaining. Yeah, I liked I, it. I giggled the entire time. I loved the only moment that, I, I mean, I grade them all on how much they make me laugh. Yeah. Gigi had a moment with the human girl. That was her opening statement. That yeah. was it. That was the only thing. She was like, I'm so proud of you for standing up to your human girl. Which I, I know you don't want to like rely too much on the things that you've already done, but like go back to Marina. <laughs> like if that's what you need to do, because I mean, that's what Madame X did and it was, it, it was a joke that hit, honestly. They read her for it later in, as a judges, but like, I mean, it was still funny. Hey, Bianca Del Rio went the whole season wearing the same dress. Exactly. And she fucking won. And, and she, she won. one of the most successful drag queens to come out of RuPaul's Drag Race. <laughs> I since would probably RuPaul. say the most so, successful. Demos, exactly. Um, yeah, so... But I love this challenge. Yeah. And I wish that they could do it more often, but I yeah. understand why it's only election years. Yeah. Um, and it keeps it, like, fresh for us, you know? Mm-hmm. keeps coming back and, like, ooh, there's that challenge again. Um, what do you think about the reading challenge? It hasn't happened yet, so I, I think know. It's gone. I'm wondering. Yeah, because it should have happened already. So I think she used that time. That fit fun that, thing yeah, for the reading which challenge. Was and I did not like so that. It was because the reading people come every year for the. But the library is open, and the library is not open. Where's the library? Where is the library? Where's the body? What did you do with the body? So funny. Um, so yeah. <laughs> I don't know where I'm going with this. You're I have no <laughs> So, yeah. Um, okay, well, then let's go to Runway. Okay. <laughs> uh, Runway is... Uh, oh, stars and Stripes. Stars and Stripes forever. Um, so, first up at the stage, do you have your thing pulled up? Uh, no. No? Yes. Yes. No. no. Maybe. Maybe. Look yes. over there! <laughs> he gets me every time. <laughs> so sad. I also have to say I love whenever Jada was like... Um, that question, uh, Heidi, <laughs> just like passes the question. They were like, okay, we're going on over to Jada. And she's like, uh, that question goes to Heidi. And, <laughs> and Jeff's just like, oh, okay. okay. <laughs> it works so well. <laughs> so you'll have to tell me the, the order. order. First up is Crystal Method. Crystal, Crystal Method. Method. Um, I, the second that she came out in this runway, I thought it was very, I think it was fashion. I don't know anything about fashion. I loved it. I would um, say, it, yeah, it's a little more pedestrian. Yeah, because she came out, like, she looked like someone who was walking, uh, like, a, a New, York, New York runway, in my opinion, um, that said, like, okay, choose what what you describe as 
uh, Stars and Stripes. You know what's hilarious, though? What? She wore this shirt in the workroom. I know she did. I saw that. Um, but I do like the light blue. So instead of going with, like, a deep blue, like, a, that we normally see with Stars and Stripes on the flag and whatnot, um, she wore, like, a pretty light blue. So um, that's something also that I would like to discuss, because okay. the challenge is Stars and Stripes. It does not specify an American Stars and Stripes. Correct. But the connotation kind of does. Exactly. This Especially is, after you just got out of a challenge that was a debate with yeah. the next drag president of the United States. I mean, this does not scream Stars and Stripes to me. I can um, see some I stars. See the stripes. There's no stripes. All of the material has stripes on it. Where, girl? The belt is the only thing with stripes. All of the, okay, the lighting in this one is weird. There, all the materials here, like on the chest area, have stripes. I zoomed in. I made sure. <laughs> Not on this one, because the lighting is too bright there. Girl, those are polka dots. Oh my god. There are blue polka dots, and then the red ones are stripes. From the full picture, you can say that this is a Stars and Stripes challenge. I'd say, I would say it's a I red, say it's red blue challenge. Blue. Yeah. Okay, but is that not far off from the challenge? I mean, it depends on what you think of Stars and Stripes. I, what I think of Stars and Stripes, I think of I America. So the American flag, so. Oh, okay. Um, anyway. Regardless, it's a good look. She looks like Boy George, and I love it. Well, then you get a swoop or a poop. Fuck. <laughs> Does this read stars and stripes? <laughs> also, I have no idea what I said. So. Well, now you're making up your own your own laws now. Mm -hmm. You're drinking claws. Um, okay, I give it a spoof too. Um, so the next up is Heidi wearing her glitter sequin star suit. Um, looks she, like a Dallas Cowboys cheerleader. Uh, that or she looks like um, like one of those like drag racers, literal drag racers, not. Uh, drag queen racers that's like, hey everyone, I'm from Indiana and I'm about to crash my car into the wall. Like, watch this shit happen. And they get out in, like this weird, like Elvis Presley thing. <laughs> um, that or like um, 1940s, like going to sing for the troops kind of look. Ooh, okay, I can see that. Um, however, I did not like the bang curl thing. Uh, the wig. It's 40s. I mean, that's a victory wall for sure. Okay, well, I didn't like it. Um, I just felt like the outfit didn't tell me enough story, but I did love the boots. Um, the boots are good. But, like, compared to others on the runway, I just was not a fan, because, like I said, it lacked a story, so I pooped it. Yeah, I pooped it, too. Okay, cool. Um, next up is Widow, and I have two sides to this, because she did go a different tradition, non-traditional route, where she decided that she was going to wear black and white stars and stripes, which was good. And then she started to tell a political story on the voiceover about how she was sending it for all, like, black Americans, wearing, like, she was like, I'm here for the Black Panthers and the Black Lives Matter movement and, like, all of this stuff. And it was powerful what she was saying. However, I did not read a single word that she just said in this look. Oh, yeah. No. Uh, well, maybe just the fact that it's black and white. Yeah. What? Well, <laughs> no. <laughs> um, it's a good look. It, yeah. It, okay, it's a little a, basic. This is a good look if we were looking at, like, the top 12, but now we're in the top six. Yeah. So, or top seven. T top six. Um, so, is this enough? I don't think so. I don't think so either. And also, I mean, I mean we've got to think what RuPaul is thinking, and obviously RuPaul thought it was a Stars and Stripes American challenge. Yeah. And this is, I mean, your... Your voiceover made up for it, mm -hmm. but if I were just looking at her, I would just, I wouldn't, 
say, say I wouldn't read that. Yeah. I would say this is a ballgown. This is a beautiful And ball like gown. hearing what she was saying, I was like, okay, that is powerful. That's good. But going into the next look, which we'll have which I'll talk about in a second, that's power. This I don't think was the power that she was trying to convey. Um I don't know. I think there could have been some more layers. Yeah, if you're but, trying to say like we're all Americans. This doesn't. This is reading all. Of I think that if she had done like something like an American flag in all like black, black and white, that would have mm-hmm. read so much more than just a black cat suit leotard or black cat suit with stars attached on top of it. Uh, I mean, it's a gown. Oh, is it a gown? Yeah, it's a gown. Oh, sorry, I didn't even look at the bottom. I thought it was a cat suit. It's just very, very basic for yeah for the look. Yeah, I, I mean, it's and a, like the black's not even like a pretty fabric. It's just like literal black, black fabric. fabric. Yeah. Yeah. It's a poop for me. Yeah, I give it a poop. Um, I didn't give it a hard poop though because I did like the story behind it, but the story did not was not was conveyed not in my opinion. Yeah. Um, next up is Jackie Cox. This was amazing. Yeah, I love this. Um, I mean, this if you wanted to make a political statement, this on was runway, it. This is it. Oh my god! You can't not read it as political. She came out in a beautiful red, white, and blue hijab, full body. Caftan, well, hijab, caftan. Um, I thought it was, what, which one's a burqa? Isn't that the full a body? A burqa is a full body. Okay. Uh, which covers more of the face, right? It's, you only have your eyes. Shut. Okay. Um, so hijab and a caftan. Okay. Um, but, I mean, gorgeous. Yeah. The makeup was on point, in my opinion. Um, it looked gorgeous. I love I, it. Um, I was immediately like, this is culture, this is America. This is now 2020 America right now especially in the middle this is a political statement I was gooped yeah, I, was I gooped loved too. it so much gooped I, I mean I would never in my uh, history of watching the show thought that I would be gooped by a caftan mm-hmm. which Honey Mahogany got read the house down for yes. in season 4 mm-hmm. um, but it, it's so good and it was just the perfect time yeah but me. her caftan was ugly and on him so <laughs> there's that save Honey but, Mahogany from herself yeah um, whatever happened to, why is Honey Mahogany not in the, the, whatever the happened to anymore? Honey Mahogany? <laughs> um, she was a beautiful queen. Yeah. She painted her face well. Anyways, uh, Jackie. So, yes, I love this, be- but then again, there has not been a, like, Muslim American, um, like, queen. Well, we've had, um, a Mercedes Amon Diamond, yeah. uh, but, like, someone who was, like, so devout to their culture, um, that has, like, been so open about these things. Uh, well, she even says it later when Jeff Goldblum asks. Mm-hmm. She says that she's not very religious. She's not religious, but she's devout to her culture. Yes. Like, where she's come from. Not religious. Because her she culture. sees a wrong mm-hmm. in the world that's being exercised, and she wants to stop it. Exactly. Um, so, like, for someone to come out like this, like, that was a powerful statement. I loved it. I was goofed by it. It was powerful. Period. Yeah. And what I loved specifically, uh, she notes when she's talking is that the the hijab has 50 stars on it oh awesome i didn't even notice that yeah and i mean you would never notice you could well i mean i didn't didn't hear that but uh yeah i love that she put 50 stars on it. yep that's good um okay then on over to gg good um we've got george washington crossing the delaware to fight the british realness here Um, she is dressed as a red coat though so she's the british person Okay. <laughs> uh, I think it's good. I think it's a good cosplay. Um, I love the look. It looks very beautiful on her. Mm. Does it scream stars and stripes? Again, no. Uh, also, her tuck? Where? Where? Where is it? Honey. Where is it? She's not anatomically correct. Yeah. 
I thought it was still gorgeous. I gave it a spoop. Yeah, I love it. It's a spoop. Yeah, good. Um, Jada as a superhero cat superhero cat suit with the star shoulders, ready to blast off. I felt that fantasy. She knew what she was serving on that runway. I, I liked it. I don't really like it. Okay. I thought that um, Rock'em Soccer was back. Oh! <laughs> because those shoulder pieces are not good. Mm -hmm. And the, the little fluff in the hair, the red, white, and blue, I don't like it. Yeah. I would have preferred the, the hair to be all black. Mm -hmm. um, I, I get the shoulder pad idea, but I don't like it. I just like the way that it fit her body. Because, it looks great on her body. I mean, the little stars over her heart nipples from her um, breast chest plate. Breast, breastplate. Uh, I mean, it fit all of her padding. There was no lumpy padding. I mean, it looked good to me. She looks beautiful, but I, I just don't like the outfit. I'm going to have to. Don't you poop. dare say it. It's you a poop. <coughs> and I'll give it a spoop. Okay. So that it puts it to an oop. Um, okay, so we go to the judges' critiques, and I'm just going to read the judges a little bit about the judges' critiques, um, even though we don't normally do this, uh, just because we are down to the top six, essentially, top six, essentially. Um, Crystal, they said Crystal was a stand-up, but they thought that the outfit was a little bit too much. Um, they said that Heidi was charming in the debate, but, uh, they liked her hair, or at least Jeff did. And I was just like, why? <laughs> yeah. I thought that the wig, the curls made the wig look too far back on her head. She got and a big ass Yeah, forehead. she got a big ass forehead. It just didn't work. Um, then they said that they liked Widow's outfit uh, for being a non-traditional thing. Uh, but, like, I just didn't get that. Um, I don't know. Uh, they did not like the angry. And like I said earlier, Latrice did a more serious and angry persona whenever they did the challenge back in 2012 uh, and did well. Uh, and so I just wonder, like, when she was digging herself into that whole, like, on the judges, like, arguing with Rue and the judges. Uh, Never it, argue with the judges. I know. And then, especially when Rue's like, you're digging yourself into a hole. And then she kept talking. Like, I saw Heidi, like, fidgeting. And I'm like, do other queens ever, like, just look at the other queens like, stop. Like, <laughs> stop. Just stop. Like, I don't know. I feel so uncomfortable just like, okay, like, <laughs> stop She's doing that. the police following um, Shirley. She drives the car off the fucking cliff. What? You don't remember that movie? No. What's the name of the movie? Because Gina Davis. Uh-huh. Something of Shirley, and they, they drive off the cliff. One with Brad Pitt. Yes. Selma and Louise. Selma and Louise. Selma and Louise. Laverne and Shirley, the movie, uh -huh. was amazing. They drove that car right off the, the bridge. Anyways. Um, Anyways. Um, we've gotten a little sidetracked here because you just want to hear me speak, so continue, please. <laughs> well, you don't have any notes, so I'm trying to give you as much opportunity as possible. I have notes. <laughs> oh, they're mental notes. <laughs> Just uh, so then they uh, go. It, I, I literally felt bad for Widow because they RuPaul literally said like, "Stop digging yourself into a hole," and she just kept on going. And I was like, "Stop!" Like I felt, I felt uncomfortable for her. Um, and then they go over to Jackie, and they're like, they said that the Canada joke was tiresome, which I didn't. I didn't. Feel. Get that I liked it. I don't think it was overbearing. Um, I mean. But, yeah, so she's continuing the same joke. Jackie yeah. or Jada said, look over there six times. Mm -hmm. So how are you not reading how her the different? same thing? Exactly. Um, they said they did love her outfit for the layers that it provided. Uh, and then Jeff's face after Jackie had her moment showed what every straight person who doesn't understand drag um, doesn't understand that drag is like so deep and personal. Like drag is more than just drag. Yeah. Drag is something. And Jeff was just like, oh, <laughs> there's more to drag than just a man putting on makeup and dresses. Like, 
Okay. Um, so, that, I mean, that's eye-opening for a lot of people. Um, GJ, the leather outfit, and Jeff was confused by her tuck. He was like, what is it all what? about? What's happening? Um, and they thought her performance was very reserved for her. Um, Jay did they loved her performance, and then they had the off-the-cuff remarks, and they loved the outfit fitting her body so well. Rachel did also remarked that too for that one. Yes. Um, so, I have to ask a question. Who, who should go home and why? Now, who here tops and bottoms? Uh, my, so, and I have to have three for both? No, just two. Okay. So, for my bottoms, it was actually going to be Gigi and Widow. Mm-hmm. And if I had to pick a third, it would have been Heidi. Okay. Uh, and my tops were definitely Jada, and I didn't really have a second top. I didn't think anybody did as well as Jada. You did. like Crystal? I, I Crystal was the one I picked yeah. because I had to pick two. Yeah. Um, but she was Jada was way up here, yeah. and Crystal was like middle. Yeah. Well, I mean, when it comes to asking this question, I always have to ask like question RuPaul's methodology behind this because I'm like. How do you... Do you grade, only do this challenge, do you, or do you do, like, everything? Well, not even that, but, like, grading the runway versus the maxi challenge. Like, the maxi challenge, I feel like, should have so much more, but obviously, when Gigi was not put in the bottom, spoiler alert, um, that shows to me that the runway was weighed more in Gigi's favor than the rest of it. Because I thought that, sorry, Jackie's runway was... Much better. Much better than... I mean, Gigi's was a cosplay outfit, but it fit her, it looked gorgeous, blah, blah, blah. Uh, but Jackie's had so much more power to Gigi's did, and I would have ranked Jackie's... Um, both look. Jackie's performance and look higher than Gigi's. Oh, but yeah. Gigi's look was just, like, so, like, so detailed and, like, all that stuff that I can understand why they maybe put Gigi's look a little bit above Jackie's instead. But then Jackie's performance was not worse than Gigi's. No. So... Uh, I mean, I'm thinking just in, like, forward terms, Yeah, Gigi is obviously top four, yeah. if not the winner of Drag yeah. Race, which I think is very likely. I don't know. This Jada's been coming in hot recently. <laughs> not as hot as Gigi has. Well, Gigi's Gigi was hot challenge. at the beginning. Now she's not doing hot. Yes, but... She's been in the bottom twice now. <laughs> For my spoilers. I know. <laughs> um, because I can't have anything nice, and I have to ruin everything. Uh... <laughs> Don't spoil it on the podcast. We okay. have people who are listening. Don't say anything. Um, so, yeah, but it's just, I think that RuPaul sees that she is a front runner, if not the front runner. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, like, it's like putting Bob or Bianca in the bottom. And, like, I feel like RuPaul also sees the queens that she thinks that she can mold and, like, try and help get there. Like, we see with Heidi and Crystal, she sees a lot of herself in these people. And mm-hmm. so she thinks that she can mold them and help them. And she also sees the queens that she can't. So, like, I mean, she tried to help Britta, and that went nowhere. Yeah. Um, nowhere fast. And, like, she tried to help Jan, uh, but then she gave a shitty director that did not help Jan at all. So, that was not helpful. But... That's really the yeah. tragedy of the season, is that That director. fucking director. He he did terrible for these queens. So, like, if those queens didn't go in with a solid idea for the last episode that we did on Rupee, they went nowhere. We've already talked about that. We're already angry about that. We've already... Put our put Jane our was out there. Jane was right. Yeah. So I put my tops as Crystal and Jada, but Jada obviously was much higher than Crystal. Jada was my winner. Uh, bottoms, I put Crystal. Or, I'm sorry, not Crystal. Gigi and Widow, as well. Gigi and Widow. Yeah, yeah I can see. Uh, I did not think that Jackie deserved to be in the bottom. Me neither. Uh, I think that was that. Yeah, that was ridiculous. Yeah. So then the real winner was Jada, um, and the bottom. I couldn't tell if there were any other tops besides Jada. Um, like I, then, yeah, like I said, Jada was, was just so high yeah, up there. But they were just like, okay, well, J- Jada's it. 
Um, so then uh, GE, Jackie, and Widow are all the bottom two or bottom three, and then Jackie and Widow were the bottom uh, in the bottom two. Um, then I talk about the I actually talk, talk about the lipstick for the first time this season of Ruby. Um, hmm. The firework is such a like a positive song, and one of it was one of my coming out anthems. It came out in what 2009? Um, 2010, I think. 2009, 2010, somewhere around there. Um, and I love that song. And like it was my like my freshman year of college. It was like the song that I like really loved. And then it came on the radio, and I was like, oh my god, this song is like perfect for me. And it was like telling me like because I was like in the process of coming out to my friends. And so like, it was a little bit of like, go be yourself kind of thing. And it just like really resonated with me as corny and cheesy as it is of a song. It just like really was like, it's just like a positive song. And the only person that gave a positive anything was Jackie and like her performance was just like so positive. And Widows was so sad and like angry. Widow was trying to belt it. Yeah. And it's not a belting it's not about song. Himself. And especially if you were a dancer. <laughs> As you proclaimed, everyone, why are we not dancing across that stage? Like, that's a... Do that little rattlesnake noise. You know who, did, who else would have done this song very well? Who? Jam. Jam. If yeah. It, if this was the song that she had to listen yeah. to against Widow, she would have done, it, she would have done this exactly. song down. And she could have done all those flips and splits and all that stuff, and I think that it would have been a double save with Jackie and Jan. Like, yeah. th- I mean, that would have been perfect for the song. Yeah. Uh, but what Widow was doing was ripping off her little thing, and like that was not the song, girl. No. That was not the song. I'm um, very impressed that Jackie made me feel some kind of way mm-hmm. during her performance, but also that she did the whole thing in hijab. Uh-huh. And, uh, and a she did a traditional dances too. Some of the dancing that she was doing was like traditional, like Iranian dancing, like Persian dancing and stuff, which I found very moving as well. To do that, and she was funny. It yeah, was moving. It was good. It she was did funny. dancing. It exactly. was funny. It was and still maintaining the culture because she didn't rip off any of the hijab or the caftan at all. Like she maintained staying fully clothed the entire time and maintained that culture. So um, it's a little haram, which is uh, it's Islam for bad mm-hmm. because she did have a little hair showing. And she also showed her that. Yeah, <laughs> but that's so why. she's going to hell is our issue. Oh my god! <laughs> Shut up. Um, and then it made Jeff Jeff Goldblum cry, which I thought was adorable. Um, I love him if you can't tell. <laughs> Jeffrey Goldblum. So we find out who goes home, and it's Widow Von Du. Widow Von Don't. She has uh, Widow Von. Do you better don't? I don't know. <laughs> Widow Von. Oh no, she better don't. Oh, oh yeah, there you go. Close. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's this episode. Uh, how far are we in? Uh, Almost an hour. an hour. Okay, we gotta make it last an hour. Okay. Well, well, I do have to talk. I wanted to talk a little bit about um, the newest RuPaul's spinoff, RuPaul's Secret Celebrity Drag Race. No. Yeah. When did I talk a little it. bit about it? I watched it. It was a thing. Did you rewatch it and write any notes about it? Okay. Um, I thought it was kind of cute. Um, the returning, it's drag you. Yeah. The returning queens were Bob the Drag Queen, Monet Exchange, and Trixie Mattel. The celebrities were Nico Torger, Trixie Mattel, Tracy Martel. Tracy Martell. Uh, yep, that's me. <laughs> yep. Uh, celebrities were Nico Tortorella, um, and they are feeling their fantasy. Yeah, they, they are a 100% delay. Yeah. Um, they came into the workroom, and they were just like, oh. Oh, oh bitch. Oh, I'm Oh, here. bitch, you can't handle this. But they were also the only person that actually... Like had RuPaul's Drag Race, like full on knowledge. Uh, so I allowed them to have their fantasy. 
And um, I thought that they were a gay man. Yeah. But no. They're married they, to a woman. They're married to a woman. Yeah. I, and I guess he's non-binary? They're non-binary, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, they are non-binary. Sorry, <laughs> it's okay. Um, yeah, they are non-binary, as they they later tell us, which is why we just want to make sure we get our uh, gender pronouns correct for mm-hmm. everyone. Hinty. Uh, next onto the stage is Jordan Connor, who is adorable. I find him so adorable, um, just because he's like a little shy. Like he's like, oh, I've never been the alpha male, like football type. I used to be in football, but like I was never like you know big jock boy, and it was like. I just want to pinky little cheeks. <laughs> uh, and then next up is uh, comedian Jermaine Fowler. Um, and he is ready to do something new. He comes in and he's like, I'm wearing a dress. What the fuck are you going to say about it? And I was yeah. like, okay. What I really do love about it is that they had straight men. Straight men, yeah. Exactly. And what, I mean, it's easier to get a celebrity to, mm-hmm. to do it, I guess, because they're, they'll do... Yeah, Stuff especially when you, they're giving money to charity, which I did not know until halfway through. I don't know why they didn't like announce early on when they were like, "The winner of this is going to give to charity" or something like that. It was just like you found out through the the basically stage things that they needed to say, and I was like, "Girl, what? <laughs> what even is this show?" Yeah, exactly. Um, the entire time, like I said, Nico is so extra, um, but they know the show. And it changed them, so I can't say I would not be the same way. Because if I was on the set of RuPaul's Drag Race and give that opportunity, bitch would I, I would be like, oh, ooh, I'm going to go over here. I'm going to like do my entrance look. I'm going to do everything, girl. Like I would be ridiculous. You know what I really loved uh-huh. is when they brought in the drag queens and Trixie comes in and she's like, walk, 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 walk shift, shift, weight, and pose. Yeah, catchphrase is shift, weight, pose. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> that was good. Uh, and everyone lived for that. Um, so then the slabs have to do uh, quick drag, and let me tell you, they were rough looking. Yeah. But then I realized that like through the obstacle uh, obstacle course, they put on more drag, but like it did not get any better. Um, they go through the obstacle course, they go to the ball pit, and then they lip sync. Uh, what I found amazing was Jermaine's titties kept on falling out. Yeah. <laughs> he just like could not get... Well, Bob, the dress on backwards. Bob the drag queen said put the dress on backwards and don't zip it up. And so <laughs> it's like floppy ass jelly titties were just like going <laughs> everywhere. It was amazing. Uh, RuPaul could not con- con- control herself through that entire thing. It was amazing. Um, Jordan ends up winning the mini challenge and gets... Uh, Gets to pair the drag mentors. He chooses Trixie, pairs Monet with Nico, and then Jermaine with Bob. Um, and they decide they're playing the snatch game. Um, Trixie tells Jordan, who has a gay brother and sister, uh, not to do RuPaul. Uh, Monet is shocked that Nico does not want to tuck and wants to show off that non-binary queen, which is the RuPaul first. <laughs> the first time we're going to have a hairy queen on the runway. Um, and then Jermaine and Bond... Jermaine and Bob bond over being comedians, uh, which Jermaine was like, you and Monet are just like, so funny. <laughs> I just love that. I take from you guys all the time. So <laughs> I really loved their choice for the first episode, yeah. Bob and Trixie. I don't understand the Monet part, but... Um, Monet was also a winner. Yes. Even though we don't necessarily like Todd, she, she was a winner. Table. Yeah, She was a winner. Um, I think Monet is funny, and she's, she's also funny. Bob's child, which Bob... And Trixie have a good rapport. Bob and Monet have a good rapport. So it was good to put Bob with the two of them. Because it makes sense. Because Bob is 
the crutch of this episode. Uh, so he really like I love it when drag queens fight with each other though. And they were, but they didn't nitpick each other. They didn't yeah, fight not like, as much as like they did a drag you when Raven was like, "Is that my ring?" And Jujube was like, hmm, "I guess it is." <laughs> and then she fucking leaves. Yeah, that's what I wanted. I love that. Um, all in all, I think it was good. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved uh, Nico's Lucy. Oh, yeah, so... She had the faces down. Yeah, so Nico does Lucille Ball giving money to the Transgender Law Center. Jordan is doing Chrissy Teigen giving to Cystic Fibrosis Canada. And Jermaine is doing Kavina Hart and giving to Rain for those who who have been sexually abused. I understand. Chrissy Teigen is funny Uh on Twitter. Yeah, not in real life. Yeah. Um, I don't know. She makes some faces. She does. But was if you that, can, was that Chrissy Teigen? No, Absolutely but if you can embody not. what Chrissy Teigen does on Twitter, it's funny. But yeah. uh, I don't know. I don't know. Um, so the so, uh, so I do have some tea real fast before we get into that. As they're getting ready in the workroom, uh, the tea is that Trixie, Monet, and Bob did little to nothing on actually painting these queens. You know who painted these queens? Raven, Layla McQueen, Chanel, and Mayhem Miller. Oh, okay. So that's why you thought that Chanel was in this because she, she was. Well, there's a clip out that she is in. It. Oh, I didn't know that. Um, so where they were like you, something because um, Jordan, 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 he they said something that he looked like Chanel or something. Jordan, Jordan was painted by no, I think Jordan was painted by Layla McQueen. No, but uh, I think Nico was painted by. I'll show you Chanel. the clip after. Okay, and then. Um, of course, Mayhem Miller painted Jermaine because pairing black queens with black queens no. <laughs> to, to help get the shading right so we don't look ashy or sooty. Um, uh, so then we go to the Snatch Game. I thought that Nico flubbed. I did not yeah, see I him as Lucille Ball. Just the faces. Yeah. The faces were Lucille. But I mean, as a celebrity trying to do something, uh, Jor- I thought Jordan was funny. I don't know that he embodied Chrissy Teigen, but he was funny. And that's what you need to do in Snatch Game. Does yeah. it matter? Yeah, a little bit, but is it funny? That's what mattered. Yeah. Uh, I thought There's Jermaine no <laughs> doing Kavina Hart. Kavina Hart was amazing. Yeah, I love so that when they were like, are you, um, standing? are you standing right now? And he's like, yes. <laughs> no, he's like, what about? <laughs> <laughs> it was very funny. Um, so then they go into the runway uh, for their looks. Uh, Babykins LaRue does RuPaul's like, little wing look. Uh, her face is beat, though. Uh, she looks gorgeous. She really lo- looks gorgeous. I gave it a spoof. I gave all of them spoofs. Uh, just because I... Oh, I did. Oh. I didn't actually write any of that. Oh, so. okay. Miss um, Mimi Teapot, uh, she was serving us what RuPaul stole from Chi-Chi Devane's for the season 10 um, promo look with, the, like, the paper, like, dress thing. Um, and it looked gorgeous as well on her little tiny compact body. Uh-huh. Baby, little baby, <laughs> little baby drag queen. Uh, I gave the spoop as well, and then all of that is you. Um, she had beautiful paint, and she was working that Harry Queen realness in that little gown. Um, I gave it a spoop as well. Um, but then they do express yourself, and Nico is trying to be extra and like do their stuff, uh, but they. I think we're just not doing it well enough. Uh, somehow Jordan like turned the fucking party. Like J- Jermaine was like staying in one place and like living his fantasy of Madonna, but Jordan was walking around and living his fantasy as Madonna. Uh, I mean, Baby Kim Larue definitely changed um, changed them or changed uh, Jordan. 
like so much and it was perfect uh then they go back in the workroom to untuck or, or i guess that was before that and then all their family came together or like their loved ones and that was like a little tear trigger for me when i you rewatched saw. it i was like i didn't sob i was like oh that's really cute and especially when they talked about jermaine and his looking like his mom uh, I thought that was really cute. Uh, so then Jordan ends up winning. He won $30 for it. Or $30. 30, <laughs> just $30. 30 just 30 A six-pack of Diet Coke <laughs> and, and six cigarettes. Uh, $30,000 for his charity, which was the uh, Cystic, Fibrosis, Cystic Fibrosis Canada. And then the other two still got $10,000 as well, which I thought was a, a good good way for RuPaul to spend her money. Yeah. Um, better than oil. Right? Yeah. Some people were like, yeah. <laughs> Where do you think she got her money? To pay for all these these things. I thought it was a really cute episode. I thought I loved it, really. A lot of people are, like, attacking um, Celebrity I mean, Drag Race is another way for RuPaul to make money. I'm like, yeah, she's a business queen. So that's what she's been doing. She does, she's got all-stars coming out in, like, a month. Or supposedly coming out in a month. June so, 5th is supposed to be the date. Yeah, exactly. So we're going to have back-to-back episodes of all this shit. So, like, once Celebrity Drag Race, Drag Race ends and also this ends, we've got another all-star. So yeah, like, and who's fucking complaining? <laughs> exactly. You're in quarantine. This is what you need. Well, so the the complaints are coming from people who are, like, AFAB queens and, like, bio queens and, like, hairy queens and, like, bearded queens and, like, non-binary queens and, like, transgender queens and, like, all that other stuff, which I completely understand. And I completely hear you, understand you, and I'm here to fight for you as well. Um, and, like, they had Nico, who is a, a, a non-binary person on there who did hairy drag. And so, like, maybe this is our transition into it. So maybe don't yeah, try Also, we're getting, like, Crystal Method. Yeah. She's realizing that Aiden Zane. Behind. Like, yeah. I mean, we're getting these these little little steps. So, like, let's not... It's like, not going to go full Dragula from one season to the next. Exactly. It's got to be baby steps for RuPaul. And, like, I'm here to fight for you, but, like, being angry about it is not going to, like, solve no. anything. Especially, like, yelling at your friends about it because it was a conversation that happened on one of the group chats that I'm in and they, like, it turned into a fight. And I was like, okay, so yelling at your friends about what you feel about this and, like, how we shouldn't watch it just because you don't agree with it, like, is not helping your cause. We're here to help you, and we'll help you fight whenever the fight comes to what we need to fight for, but, like, we're working on these things. So, like, I don't know. There's, there's only so many steps you can take, um, but our Spoon Podcast is here to help you, so please let us know how we can help and what we can do to help you move forward on these fights in a constructive manner. Period. You know what else I like? What? Um, so there's a new show on HBO called We're Here. Uh -huh. Have you seen it? I have not. I've never even heard of it, actually. So it's a product of Shangela. Mm -hmm. Shangela, Bob, and... Oh, yeah, yeah, Monica. I have heard of it. Yeah, yeah. I didn't um, know that was a title. The first episode is free on YouTube, so you should go watch it. Okay. I know you don't really care for Eureka, but... Yeah. Um, they go to small towns across the country, and they host a drag show. Yeah. But it's, essentially, it's drag you where they find three people where... Are they gay people or just... No. Ooh. One of them, in the first episode, one is a young gay boy. Mm -hmm. One is a mother of a bisexual girl mm -hmm. who, um, she was very uh, hurtful in the coming out process and mm. she didn't accept her. Okay. And so she did this to try to show her daughter, you know. I accept you. I... And learning, I'm learning. I'm, yeah, I'm learning. Yeah, I'm learning. Yeah. And then the other one is, uh, I think he's... Uh, he works at a college, and he's a straight man, mm -hmm. and he's, like, part of diversity. Oh, that's good. Diversity. Okay. Uh, but anyways, they put them in drag, and they put them on a show. They give them their own drag show, 
and it's just fun. I yeah, mean, I really, I mean, it's drag you, but it's so much better than drag. You. Yeah, and it's filmed on scene in these small towns. Yeah, uh, and then and I can only imagine that Bob Chantilly and Eureka are walking around just like. Yeah, being Bob goes up to people like on the street and he's like in full drag. You ever seen I it? assume, yeah. No, as oh. boys. Oh, as boys. Okay. Uh huh. And he's like, "You you want to go to a drag show, Daddy?" Yeah. <laughs> and these like bumfuck Republican, not Republican, bumfuck redneck. <laughs> they they are um, they Country have not folk. seen uh, vibrant gay boys like Bob Shangela and Eureka. Yeah. No. <laughs> does Eureka still have like a little shit. thing on on the top of her head? Um, no. I think she's uh, Buzz Pet. Ooh, now. okay. She's Butch Queen now. Ooh. Uh, um, but anyways, it's so good. Yeah. It's really good. I, I can only assume that I'm going to cry. You probably will. Yeah. Uh, did I cry? A little bit. Cried a little bit. I mean, when it comes to dragon feelings, and oh, okay, so shows that get me, Undercover Boss. <laughs> that show gets me all the time. Because it's like talking about like personal feelings and like how you can help right them. Now. I know, I'm about to. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um... But no, I, I I love those kind of shows, so I'm certain I would love that show as well. You Savannah, watch it. Savannah was like, oh, I didn't get HBO just for that. Like, <laughs> and <laughs> stars! Get stars, too, while you're at it. <laughs> just add to everything. I love it. You know what else I love? What? Economy works. Oh my god, tell me about it. Well, I would love to, but I don't have the, the, the notes, so I can't give you the specifics about it, but tell the bitch me. knows everything about Economy Go Works. For so it. Economy Works is a freelance talent network that pairs individuals with project work. Uh-huh. So whether you're a um, stay-at-home mom looking to get back into the workforce, maybe you're a, a retired person uh-huh. looking for something to do, uh-huh. Economy Works can be there for you. If you're a company that has projects that can't be completed with your, your workforce, call up Economy Works. They have professionals waiting to finish these projects for you. Uh-huh. Uh, anything you'd like to add, Boopy? So Economy Works. When we work. The Economy Works! And I know that we shout out um, our sister podcast literally within 10 seconds of being... That's E-C-O-N-O-M-I-W-R-K-S dot com. Oh, boy. (laughs) Um, My bad. (laughs) But yes, also that. um, Ooh, look, your notes. Oh, my God! You can read your notes now at the very end of the podcast. I'm not going to touch it. Yeah. Um, But also, I know we shout out our sister podcast... Let's, Let's talk, talk about, about gay stuff. Uh, but you should also listen to them again because uh, we love them. We stand them. Uh, they are part of our sassy hours uh, as well. We have combined forces to make things happen together, We've which is a dream, dream come true for Chris. Put all of our hands together. It's a gay powers activate. It's like heart, wind, wind. water. I don't know. About the, I don't remember. Earth. <laughs> Assemble. Did they say something? No, no, they just put their rings together. Wings. Which I don't know how five people put their rings all together. I don't know. But, but I was the, the pictures they always had was this. And I'm like, how do five people do... A fist bump? Fist bump with just one and one on one. Let's see, you get a Rubik's Cube. No, oh, boy. Since <laughs> 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 1994. <laughs> Rubik's Cube, everyone... Put your fist in the Rubik's Cube. Um, yeah. So, we love that. Um, what was I going to say? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Should we tell people to get, get ruby, ruby with it? it?